Hello, everyone. We're coming to you live from sunny Los Angeles, California. Coming from you live from sunny Los Angeles, California. I'm Darius. Coming to you live from sunny Los Angeles, California. You're Jan. Uh, uh, I'm Jan? You're You're Jan. Jan. I'm Jan. Who are you guys? I'm Dylan. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, it's great to meet you guys. It's, it's been, a, been while. a while. It's been yeah. so long. I think the last time I saw you was at one of those weddings, right? It was like a long time ago. I think I saw you guys at a wedding a long time ago. <laughs> together? Together. Yeah. When, yeah, when have we? When did we last like hang out together? Was it really BJ's wedding? Was it BJ's wedding or was it the live episode? Like the in-person episode? Oh, because that was in April. Yep. So it was a live episode. The in-person episode. That yeah. was pretty awesome. That was pretty That was awesome. pretty great. We should have to. We probably should have to do it again sometime. We should do it. We should do a big old extravaganza where for the hundredth episode, where we watch Speed and record three episodes at the same time. Speed, <laughs> Speed, or we Speed Two. I haven't we seen could Speed do, Two. We could do if if we want to do like a hundredth episode thing. We could do like a movie day, and we just watch a bunch of Star Trek movies that have the holodeck in it. And we record the podcast, so it's like three movie long, like three long movie episodes. That sounds fun as shit. There's only one movie left with holodeck in it. Oh, which one's that? Insurrection. Ooh, let's do it. <laughs> the holodeck content on it is nuts. <laughs> it's uh, not good necessarily, but it's it's nuts. It's pretty nuts. Beautiful. Beautiful. We don't we don't know if we've passed the hundredth episode or if we uh I think we're gonna have to do some like some uh fancy math in order for us yeah. our hundredth episode to be a thing. We've just been doing this for a long ass fucking time. That's all I, that I, I know. Say, yeah, and I've done a bad job of updating our sheet and also still never like retroactively fixed the scores for like <laughs> that thirty episode run where I wasn't counting my own <laughs> Points. John, you're gonna have to set aside like a day, just a day where you do admin yeah. work for Star Trek for Trek to the Holodeck. Because I'm gonna Christ. have to. Re- the thing that's really stressing me out is I'm gonna have to like re-listen to episodes and go to the part where we rate the episodes, get our scores in, recalculate. Because you it. didn't, you didn't put down your score and it didn't save it. No, I put in my score, but it wasn't the the spreadsheet calculator wasn't including my points and you're not i I accidentally did not include those cells and you haven't saved each individual scores per episode you just do the overall average of each score per episode that's right okay yeah so i don't i don't save all of our scores i just save the what kind of a data miner are you i'm a horrible data miner (laughs) i mean technically i think i could just go through the history of the document but we're talking about, I mean, like you said, like we're probably around 100 episodes in. So I'd have to, it would be hard to like synchronize and it's possible. It would just take somebody who's like on Adderall, you know, somebody have- who's on Adderall <laughs> and hyper focused and just like zoned. <laughs> Do you in. have um, the episodes that need to be done? I don't know when I messed up the cell. Like, but I don't you know, know when, when I ended? changed the equation. Uh, I did, but I forget <laughs> when that was. Oh, like, we're never, this is Jesus never getting fixed. Christ. This is never getting fixed. <laughs> like I should have written it down, like in the. Why document, didn't you put like a star next here. to it or something? Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I could do is I could write 
in the top left corner or something, which episode we're doing when I'm using the rank. So when I go through history, I could just know, okay, this is the ranking for this. So the changes. Wait, okay. So you're doing the rankings without even titling the, the shows or the episodes? Look, guys. Okay, yeah, listen. Oh, I don't Dylan. see so you it's just doing a bunch any of admin numbers? Dylan, like Dylan, this. Dylan what, what he's doing, <laughs> and the only reason I know this is because I had to go in and use his document when he wasn't here to calculate it. Oh my um, God. Is he has a, he has the spreadsheet set up and on a separate page there's this there's the calculator and so he he just uses the calculator that he set up to to calculate the score and then puts that score where the episode is on the page before it i so, see okay so he I has understand. what episode it is he just i understand every time he reuses the calculator it wipes it clean cleared. what I, the last episode did for some reason i thought you just had a huge spreadsheet with just a fuckload of numbers oh that <laughs> and would absolutely be nuts. no no labels at all that's the that's my like high school notebook method of organization <laughs> of just like it's chronological. Yeah. It's just I put the <laughs> I put things in there chronologically because like I would always start the semester like this is this class, this is that class. We're gonna and organize it, it this way. It all boils and then, down like, to three one weeks notebook. in. I'm like I can't handle this amount of organization. <laughs> yeah. I just it's got to be chronological, and my brain can handle that. Like I'll just go back in time. <laughs> that's like, how what? that's how my notebook like my journal. Mm-hmm. It's just chronological. There's absolutely zero organization with it. So if I write a note down, I'll be like, all right, what day? There's like 10 different parts of my notebook for one specific project that I have to flip through and find. Uh, chronological yeah. is is a, is organization. Like that is a style of organization. It's just it not is. the best one for the it's what lazy. you're doing. It's just lazy. It's like, oh, open page, flip them to the next page. Yep chronologically <laughs> technically i had so much shit going on in high school and this is not to say that there weren't people who also did who organized properly but my brain could not handle it like the the time it took to do that and i know it's like oh yeah if you organize up front it takes less time overall but like just the idea of organizing like that was exhausting to me i didn't organize because, worth shit and, i barely yeah. even took notes in high school i just like sat in class and listened because you're a gifted <laughs> you you have one of those gifted brains where you just don't have to take notes no i don't i just my thing is like if i take notes i'm now focused on actually writing and so i'm focused on individual letters i'm not focused on the content that is coming sure. at me and oh, so like, I gotta write it down. I can't if I sit here and I try to write it down, then I'm missing more than I would be if I just listened. <laughs> a lot of my classes in high school um, were in a sort of like a Socratic method too. So it was just all about like people talking and Chatting. working a problem together as a group. So if I just sat down, like there are some people in the class who would not say anything and just like take notes of what everybody was saying. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I love talking. Let's be, that's the part of the class that I really like. Yeah. And so yeah, I, like Darius, I would just leave the class and like, cool. I just like hung out for an hour and a half and talked right. about stuff. <laughs> and hopefully awesome. my brain, my young plastic teenage brain will just remember, remember it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck. <sighs> now I'm like, I got to write down that I have to take the trash out sometime today <laughs> or else I will not do it. Yeah. I find I find I do that to myself. I go like, okay, I have to remember to do this. And then like tomorrow. And then t- the tomorrow will happen and I'll be just going throughout my day. I'll go, oh, fuck. I forgot. 
And so that that's actually done a pretty good job so far of like just like actively telling myself to remember something the next day. It'll just pop into my head randomly the next day and I'll be like, oh, great. <laughs> Write it down. I I tried that method for jury duty, skipped it twice. <laughs> I missed jury duty twice. Oh my God. So I got to do it this weekend now. And uh, if I miss it again, I'm probably going to get fined or put go in to the, jail. the slammer. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> We're all going to go to jury duty for the trial of Dylan for missing jury duty. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I'm going to have gotten jury duty because Dylan missed jury duty. <laughs> I, I actually told this to a friend of the pod, BJ, yesterday. And he seriously looked at me and said, Jury duty is actually awesome. <laughs> and he just said, We got this guy off of a DUI once because he was being profiled by a cop. It was the best. <laughs> That's we awesome. Were, we, we were at we were at uh, Sasha's friend's wedding a couple weeks ago, and like it was like we'd just gone from dinner to like the recept to like dancing, and we're sitting down there like someone mentions jury duty, and like the best man walks up and goes like jury duty man. I love jury. I wish I could serve on a jury. I wish I could serve on a jury. Like 100% serious. And we're like, why why don't you then? And he's like, yeah. because I'm a lawyer and they never put me on a jury because oh, I'm a right. lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like, wish I could I want nothing more than to sit on a jury. He's like, I just, it would make my job, I'd be better at my job if I could sit on a jury. <laughs> Mm. I think I might actually have more fun if they're really mundane cases, like some guy uh, challenging a parking ticket or something. That would be fun. Well, that kind of those rarely get juries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a big part. It's like a big (laughs) park. He's got. He's like. uh, He's like uh, Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. He's got a trunk full of unpaid parking tickets. Those that are just like you show up to jury, court, right? You just show up to court and there's a judge sitting there and if the officer doesn't show up, then you get off. If the officer shows up, the, the judge goes like, uh, did you give him the ticket? And like, why did you give him the ticket? And the officer says it and then the judge goes like, that sounds valid. You have to pay it. Well, I would be a self-appointed juror <laughs> in that particular situation where... They showed up. The ju- he says that, and I say, no, 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 sir. We have to go deliberate about this if we believe who is actually telling the truth. The next, uh, the next week, Dylan gets a, no- a note in the mail being like, "You have, you have jury duty," and he like brings it down to down to city hall, it. and he like slams it down the table. He's like, "Sorry, I already did my jury duty." They're like, what are you talking about? He's like, "Last week I did my jury duty. We don't have any record of you doing jury duty." He's like, "No, I just I did it already." Yeah, I I went to a uh, this guy had like. 20 unpaid parking tickets. I went in and I decided myself that he was actually uh, not guilty. Uh, and I told I told the bailiff and they didn't do anything about it. So I don't like, I'm not no, quite no, no, sure check, what's going on. Check the security footage for courtroom four. <laughs> and they like look at it and it's just Dylan getting hauled off by the bailiff. Yeah. He's like, innocent. He's innocent. I don't know why he's making me laugh. Citizen's jury. Citizen's jury. Citizen's jury. <laughs> Citizen's jury. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so, uh, so this stupid. is the Law and Order fan podcast. Uh, Welcome, Dun-dun-dun-dun. fans of the judicial system. Uh, which episode of Law and Order are we doing this week? This episode of Law and Order that we watched was—I uh, don't know how to say this, Jan. Uh, Wade, Wade, do Wedge Dutch, Wedge Dutch, Wedge Dutch from. 
uh, LDS, Church of the Latter-day Saints, Season 2, Episode 9. Did they think about that when they did this? I think so. Lower Decks, LDS. It was explicit. Like, Mike McMahon is the one who says that LDS is the shorthand for this show. I very specifically remember hearing that for the first time and not being happy about it. Being like, you can't do that. And now I'm like, that's funny. You did a great job. You know, it's also a reference, (laughs) a Star Trek reference, right? To yes. Church of the Latter-day Saints? In Star Trek IV, uh, Kirk and Spock are, it's the one with the whales, they're, they're time traveling. Love that and one. somebody's like, what's wrong with your friend? Referencing Spock. And Kirk looks at him and he's like, uh, he did a lot of LDS, LDS during, the ni- yes. during, during the cultural, like, yeah, during the, you know, the movement, the hippie LSD. movement of the 1960s. Cause he's I just like that. quoting what he remembers from like yeah. history books, <laughs> but he slightly gets it wrong. <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. All yeah. right. Well, um, that's what we watch. So settle into your, um, your jungle abode, uh, take out your little baggie with some LDS in it. Uh, Drop drop one of those little tabs of LDS into your onto your tongue or under your tongue. I don't know. In your mouth somewhere. Uh, put your headphones in and come with us on our trip to the holiday. We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Without them, even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. We're back together, the three of us. It's been such a long time. It's been so long. It's so Here nice in to see you. sunny Los Angeles. Sunny Los Angeles. It has That's been sunny. Point. It has been like oppressively sunny. It's been very it's, hot. Very hot. We say as like the entire continent of Europe experiences the worst heat, heat wave. Uh, they don't know nothing. They don't know nothing. They've never lived in were, Los Angeles. Me and Dylan were making the scoreboard that you manned yesterday, Jan. Um, and uh-huh. the can of chalkboard paint was like, let dry for two to three hours and then let fully cure in 24 hours before using. And I'm like, nah, not in this heat. We like went outside and like, we like painted it. And then like when we were done painting it, it was dry. And we'd be like, cool. Next, next coat. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Darius made a great scoreboard for our baseball team. It looks dope. It looks great. Who drew that B by the way for the bandits? Uh, One of our teammates drew it. It looked great. Did you see the photo Darius? I did. It looked great. If people want to see the photo, they can go to, uh, Bandits underscore LABF. <laughs> I, I asked you like specifically who, and you're like, it's Banksy. Like they're, Banksy. they're it's a person who cannot Banksy. be named. They they were, I have to respect their anonymity. Well, I don't uh, know. It, this is a public forum. I didn't want to uh, say anyone's name. No, it's Banksy. We don't want people Instagramming. And, yeah, and it's a B yeah. for Banksy. For Banksy. Oh man, Banksy. <laughs> is, is Banksy doing? doing <clears throat> is Banksy doing like a? Uh, a show in Los Angeles or something? They usually are. Uh, there is a Banksy show, yeah. But like an actual like museum show. A- as best a museum show you can get with Banksy kind of a thing. I'm curious what that'll be like. 
Is it? I'm asking the question because I keep seeing like from like far away, like a, the Banksy name and going Me too. like, is that a poster? What is that? It must be not put on by, I don't know. I don't know anything about that stuff. I don't know. Speaking who, of art. Or what is Banksy? Speaking of art. Yes, Jan? There's a lot of art and recreational activity that occurs in this episode. There is. Uh, pot, pot, throwing pots. We're throwing some I'm, pots. I'm, I'm going to desperately try to keep us on track so we can finish by Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Let's do some <clears throat> credits. I'm going to throw. I'm going to fly through this. This episode was written by Catherine Lynn. It was directed by Bob Suarez, who's done a lot of LDS episodes. Uh, the music was by Chrissy Westlake. Chrissy West? Chrissy West? Chrissy West. We got to find something else for Chris Westlake. Uh, and uh, yeah, wow. That one just fly, flushed through, flew through that. Flew through it. Let's do a 30-second recap, eh? What about for Chris? What about for Chris Russ? Like it's like a, it's like an infomercial for like the Ozarks kind of a thing. It's like, hey, like, are you and your family looking to get out of town? And it's like the Midwest too, so it's like, hey, uh, so you and your family looking to get out of town? Uh, come on down to Chris's West Lake. Uh, I got a lake. It's uh, it's in the West, and you just come on down to Chris's West Lake. It's a beautiful lakefront property. <laughs> We have a cabin. Uh, you probably be sharing it with about three or four other families, but uh, everyone's everyone's family down here at Chris's yeah. Westlake. <laughs> There's thirty bunks, uh, a shared kitchen. It's a lot of fun, and then the kids have friends that they can play with, and you got family members <laughs> that you can drink with. Come on Come down on to Chris's down Westlake. To Chris's Westlake. <laughs> Chris's Westlake. Actually, on the northern part of the lake. <laughs> yeah, Southern Part of the Lake is my brother's property. Yeah. I couldn't get the West Lake. West couldn't Lake, get the West Lake. West Lake is shut off to military activity. Yeah, there's uh, something strange <laughs> yeah. going on there. But that's my name. So I, it's <laughs> this is Chris's West Lake, and Jake's West Lake is down south. You, you down don't want to go to Jake's West Lake. And, and once again, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has a. Some sort of, I mean, it's off limits. We don't know what's happening there. Um, there are screams at night. There's buoys. Uh, on, there's buoys on the lake. Screens. So just don't pass the buoys, and you should be yeah. fine. <laughs> uh, Darius, this is your week for for the recap. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I'll try to do it. No, I'll do it. I'm just okay. <laughs> it's your week, Darius. Get with it, bro. Darius, are you doing did you watch this episode or were you gonna coast it like a like you didn't do the reading and, and just like tag on to what other people say? I don't know. We'll we'll find out. I would like to say piggybacking I'm, on what Dylan said. I've only done that once for this podcast. You did and it's it because I fell asleep during one of the episodes and I didn't have time to watch it. You never admitted that. So I'm I'm wondering which what uh, I, have, I don't remember challenge. every time I haven't had a chance to to watch an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't this remember a, which one it was. I just remember challenge. being fully lost and just That's being like, "Yeah, uh huh, yeah." <laughs> awesome. Okay, so if 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 one of our listeners can figure out which episode Dylan didn't read the the the, the, the homework for, yeah, um, we will have you on as a guest. I'm going to be really offended if they pick like three or four of them that I did watch and really knew. <laughs> Dylan, do you actually know which one you didn't watch? Or no, is this I just don't. a fruitless effort for people? 
<clears throat> it might be a fruitless effort. I I can't remember. I just I I remember going into an episode without knowing like anything and God, not really remembering ready. anything. So the timer is always ready. Okay. So we're going to warp and there's a long warp thing. So we're trying to figure out like what everybody is going to be doing on their leave. And Boimler's trying to find his bridge buddy because everyone else has got a bridge buddy. Then we transfer over to the lower decks on the Klingon ship and we find out that they're kind of doing a similar thing. And then we transfer over to the lower decks on the Vulcan ship and we got one of the lower decks people like not being super Vulcan because they're listening to their gut. And basically what ends up happening is the, uh, the, the Klingons are trying to help out those like <laughs> dumb guys Jesus. Uh, the pocklets yeah. this is a hard episode to summarize really quickly there's for a some lot reason. of shit going on in this episode <laughs> there is it's a really packed 25 it's, minutes or it, is. it is <laughs> I, I don't remember where the, the pocklets are from pocklet Pac- no I n- not their planet what like show are they from I don't remember them TNG and They're Lower from, Decks really they're the main bad guys of season two, which we're gonna have to point, I'm going to have to out you here, Dylan. You haven't even finished Lord Deck season two. Oh, okay. They're, okay. See, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. They're just pack rats. They just, they just take technology and they're like dumb Borg. Yeah, they're supposed to, they're like so dumb in TNG that they don't know like how their own warp stuff works. So they have Jordy fixing it. Oh, wait. I do remember this. Yeah. Okay. And yes. They're dumb Borg. So the, the, the joke in Lower Decks is that they've been ignored for so long that they've just accidentally gotten like <laughs> out of control. Super powerful. You know, they're like dumb, like they're like freaking January Sixers. Like it's like, just ignore those guys. They're crazy. Are and you ready to like, give us presents? <laughs> <laughs> they're very dumb. A lot of really good packlid lines in this episode. They set off a bomb that was given to them by the Klingons. On a... Just to see asteroid. it work. And they're like, no, nah, it's not working again. It's not working anymore. Because <laughs> this bad Klingon captain, Dorg, is trying to start a war with, with the, the Federation. Lower, the lower decks guy that becomes his, uh, his number one uh, basically takes over the ship and saves yeah. the day, in a sense. As does the Vulcan lower decks member. Yes. And we got Boimler over here doing nothing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Starfleet lower dexers don't. <laughs> uh, what are your favorite parts of this episode? Um, I did two 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 things. I like when they show the lower decks of the pack lids, and they're just eating. <laughs> they're just um, doing nothing. And then the lower decks on the Borg ship at the end is the credits scene, just like the 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 space hum of the Borg cube. Yeah. It's like I would listen to the 10 hour, you know, YouTube just <laughs> hanging out listening to Borg. To Borg hum. One yeah. thing that I I thought was very fascinating and I've never noticed before, so I don't know if this is actually something that Lower Decks just decided to do or is an actual thing is uh you notice in the Borg ship they all have a different color in their eye socket mm-hmm. thing and it corresponds to red, blue and yellow. Yeah. Like it would for Starfleet. Starfleet. I thought it was great too. A nice little touch. Yeah. I liked that the I looked at up the number of the Borg cube to see if it was a zip code because it's like a nine zip code and the show is so <laughs> California focused. And yeah. It's actually a a zip code in in Mexico. Huh. Uh, 
Well, it's West Coast focused, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, all like, of Mexico, we can agree, is the West Coast. Is it a zip yes. code, is it a zip code in Baja, California? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of this episode was um, the Hawaii bit, but not necessarily the Hawaii bit, but the fact that when they all have found out that they have lied about being from Hawaii, they all end up being from the moon, actually. And Boimler is <laughs> left out again. Yeah. <laughs> Which are they all from the moon or are they all just lying? They're from again? moons. That would be pretty funny. No, they're from the moon. No, two of them are no. from the moon. One of them is from a moon. Oh, so they're really? all the from the third moon of the, but yeah. Of, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Benzite system. Yeah. Oh, okay. The Benzite is. Yeah. Right. The ben- we're all moon buddies. <laughs> all moon I love that Boimler's like, they're all going to talk Modesto's about tides like and the werewolves. moon of San Francisco. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, Modesto, the moon of San Francisco. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot Boimler was from Modesto, and that is funny to me. This might be the first canonical reference to, to him being from is Modesto. It? I really love how, I know Starfleet is like based in California, but this is, I just love how California, the whole, the whole series is. It's, uh, yeah, it warms my heart. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the Cerritos just has Southern California cuisine on it is yeah. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Nachos and guac. And it's great. Uh, I, uh, I, I really loved, um, I loved the, the, the moment that we've all joked about before when everybody is in, you know, their recreational clothing and having to rush oh, to, to, yes. to assignments and it's the entire ship. It's so good. It is. Well, it's fantastic. like the entire ship was on a holodeck. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> there's some Shakespearean actors. There's uh, some, yeah. uh, uh, what fuck? What is it called? It's not Taekwondo. Uh, um, Ambo Jitsu. Ambo Jitsu. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they hit a guy all the wearing um, Data's smoking jacket. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> There's yeah. probably a lot of little Easter eggs in there that yeah. we just oh, tons. didn't see. Oh, incredible! Uh, I really like the at the end when that cadet is talking to Boimler and he's wearing the Wesley Cadet shirt. Yeah, it's a nice little need the to black see more uniform, of those. Mm-hmm. like the black yeah. onesie. I know these are just references, but it just makes me feel seen as a person who <laughs> loves Star Trek and has watched, you know, 800 hours of it or whatever. It makes me feel seen as a Trekkie. <laughs> uh, the, the I also like kind of seeing how Vulcan ships work and also why, like, which Vulcans end up in Starfleet. It's like, oh, it's the ones who are... Fucking weird. R- the rebellious, weird yeah. Vulcans end up in Starfleet. And that's why they don't fit. Like, well, Smock, Spock is super emotional for Vulcans. Like, oh, yeah, because they don't fit in with, with anyone else. I anyone like to think else. they yeah. don't actually get to choose it either. They get on a Vulcan ship and they're like, you're too emotional and you're demoted to Starfleet. Have fun over there. <laughs> I mean, that's and why the we Vulcan have. Vulcan ship. Go ahead, Dars. That's why we have Warwick and Torek on <clears throat> Starfleet ships. They yeah. get demoted because they were too too hot and heavy for everyone. They're just hitting on everyone all the time. And they were yep. hated. <laughs> and they were hated. <laughs> Those guys suck. Those guys suck. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Uh, this truly is the ultimate holodeck episode, though. Um, 
What do you mean, ultimate holodeck episode? Yeah, what's just, what's what's the meaning there, Dylan? Did you watch this episode, Dylan? No, I. When everyone's <laughs> running out of their like vacation yes, spots, yeah. it's like yeah. it is like the ultimate. It's everything we've always wanted, where everyone's on vacation and yeah. it's the, the realistic like. You can't change your uniform. You can't just go into your room and change your uniform and come out when shit's going on. And I wish we'd see more of this in the, in like the real Trek, not the animated yeah. show. I John, agree. did you, did you, uh, did you listen to the episode that me and Dylan did? Uh, yeah. Uh, the fucking Reddit comment about like finally a holodeck episode without <sighs> the holodeck. So amazing. It's like, so yeah. what is it about the holodeck that you actually dislike? Right. <laughs> yawn. Yawn. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Like, y- what, y- what, yawn. What, why? Like, so your problem isn't that it's not <laughs> right. sci-fi. It's just right. that it takes place in the in room. The holodeck it's that the that room itself that. is stupid. <laughs> they just hate the room itself. They saw those yellow lines and they were like, fuck this. Fuck I fucking this. hate this room. I, I don't like, like make believe. I hate make believe. I'm watching a Star Trek show and I hate make believe. <laughs> it needs to be real. If it's not real, why am I watching it? I don't understand. I want to watch this documentary about uh, people in space and I don't want to see this stupid make believe thing. <laughs> it's so strange. Cause like, yeah, I really loved that episode just in general. Cause it reminded me of that original series vibe of like, and today we're doing Shakespeare on the Enterprise, yeah. which yeah. would have been a holodeck episode. Yeah. <laughs> and they just did that. And I love the community theaterness of it. Just like the the cheap-ish set design and the props. It's and it's like, so yeah, we just redressed, we turned the bridge into this. <laughs> it's honestly like more heartwarming than like theater that we do professionally like watching them do community theater in space is like it's the best thing i've ever seen and it makes me so happy yeah (laughs) it's great they Um, need intramural sports too i feel like they should have uh, you know they should have holiday squares they should have teams and leaderboards and there's got to be some fantasy sports going on in there right oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah I would love to see an episode where, where like, there's a there's a draft, a fantasy sports draft for for pre-season, fantasy pre squares. <laughs> fantasy pre squares. Spock is actually the best at it, of course, because he's found right. a way to crunch the numbers and he's like got an algorithm set up to oh figure out but all also, the matchups. I like to imagine like Spock has a relative in professional pre-season squares, and Spock's yeah. like. And Spock's like betting on them, and everyone's like, "Spock, you can't bet on your own relative. That's like cheating." <laughs> it's like <laughs> logically, they're the best. You find so. out in the in the find out in the end, it's it's he's betting against his relative because he knows right. how bad he is at it. <laughs> <sighs> uh, the entire the fact that the Klingons have pink blood in this, which is just. Oh yeah. I the reason that the blood of the Klingons is pink in undiscovered country is because they didn't have like the way the computers processed the CGI like floating blub uh, blood things in that couldn't do red right. So it just it was just pink for that reason. <laughs> and <laughs> the now fact it's that it just become canon that Klingon blood is, is pink. pink. Yeah. <laughs> I love but sometimes it. it's red. I don't know. It's so weird. But anyways, I just love that this episode's like, nah, it's pink. 
These guys have pink blood. They got pink blood. That's funny. (laughs) They got pink blood. That's kind of awesome. That's incredible. There's so much detail in here that it's... Just the people writing for the show, they have to be... If they're not longtime Trek fans, they have watched a lot of fucking Trek just for their job. It's 50-50, I feel like. I feel like they have, like, Trek writers on there, and then they got, like comedy writers who are also Trek fans and then comedy writers who are just like straight up comedy writers and will write the joke. I mean, these are, these are all Trek writers now officially. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty positive. Everybody is a huge Trekkie and I'm sure they all pitch jokes on each other's episodes, but Kath, uh, I think Catherine Lynn should get huge credit for this is maybe the densest lore episode because oh it's dealing with other species and yeah all um, punitive spiritualism was a line that stood out <laughs> <Punitive> <laughs> uh, also when he walks the targ and he says he he passed the leg it was an honorable movement <laughs> just the idea that like klingons everything has to be through the prism of oh, honor yeah. <laughs> and the fact that the Targ becomes loyal to him is really fantastic. Yeah. During oh, the, that cute little, or yeah. not cute, that giant animal. Um, there's some, do you have guest stars shout outs, Jan? I do. I feel like in there fact, are there's some... tons of guest stars in here, but I've, I tried to just pick, uh, I think, the most relevant ones. Was one of the uh, Vulcans uh, that guy from... Um, from uh, House of Cards. The guy from House of Cards. Which guy from House of Cards? With the big chin. Long oh, face, big chin. The the guy who's like the assistant to... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's that guy's name? I forget. The House of Cards. Let's see. I'm going to go to the series cast and crew. Michael something. I thought it was his name. Series writing. Michael Kelly is his name. Uh, he was not. Okay. Which guy did you think he was? One of the. I think I found. I think I found it. Who it was? It, TM. I think. Just gotcha. Nolan North. Nolan North, who's a huge voice actor. Like he's Nathan yeah. Drake. He's in Destiny. He's in like everything Naughty Dog has done. He's yeah. the Vulcan captain. Okay. <clears throat> uh Rich Fuller played Revner. Uh Colton Dunn was the Klingon captain, Dorg. Ah. Way to go, Colton. Colton. Gabrielle Ruiz was Talin, the Vulcan lower Dexer, who <laughs> is out of control, as they say on this episode. <laughs> uh John Curry played Ma'a, the Klingon lower decks guy who eventually becomes captain by the end. Yeah. And Robin Atkins Down plays Tog and a whole bunch of Klingon officers. <laughs> and just all the other Klingon officers. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Wedge Dudge means three ships in Klingon, apparently. Wedge Dudge. Hmm. And uh, also, did you notice the, the, the very, the throwaway, uh, there's so many throwaway jokes in this episode, but my favorite one, because I just recently watched this episode, is when Mariner and F- Captain Freeman are playing Clue, 
And she's like the the chef with the sniper rifle that shoots through walls. Because that is an episode of Deep Space Nine where that Vulcan is like shooting a sniper rifle that beams the bullet. Do you remember this? It beams the bullet. It teleports the the bullet through the... Yes, yes, I do remember this. And it's him just like in his room looking straight at a wall with a sniper rifle. Yeah. Oh, it's so greatly stupid. Oh. Um, Anyways, and also she's like, we have replicators. A chef, a cook on a ship is suspicious. It's well, suspicious. Like, <laughs> there's Neelix, and then there's the chef on um, on Enterprise, on the original Enterprise. They have a chef. Yeah. <clears throat> who we never see. Ever? We never see who the chef is on Enterprise. We're about to see them. They got to introduce the chef in Strange New World, right? Got it. Well, it's not that enterprise. It's like oh, the NX01 enterprise. Oh, the There's 90s enterprise. The two, yeah. Early 2000s enterprise. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. We only ever see the like the ensigns bringing the food out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's, I think there are multiple times where uh, Jonathan Archer says, like, give give the chef my best. Like, Oh, yeah. This was they're great. always talking about chef. Like, they're like... Have the chef change the meal plan for this person, and like the chef should. The chef's got a good batch going. What if? Uh, what if? What if there isn't a chef, Jan? What if it is replicators, and they're all just calling the replicators chef? That would be really funny. But they they they, they, they talk about their chef so much because they're like, we've got the best chef in Starfleet, so we can like host diplomatic things. They you have know? a replicator. They all. They, they all the be- just they watched- the first replicator. It's the best chef in Starfleet. <laughs> they all just watch the bear and they're just like, hey, yes, chef. Yes, chef. <laughs> Thank you, chef. Great. Thank you, chef. <laughs> yeah. And they just love saying chef. I'm glad we got a the bear reference for second week in a row. Was there one last it? week? I haven't finished it yet, but it's good. I haven't finished it yet. I just watched the episode with the to-go orders and j- everything just blew up. The, and it yeah, was, episode I seven. haven't seen that episode yet. Wow, that was tense. <clears throat> it makes me feel bad for every time I've been like, I just, I think I'm going to order a bunch of stupid stuff from a place. (laughs) It does. Working in a restaurant with to-go orders, it fucking sucks. Especially with all that, like the Grubhub and all the apps that take all the money and it's, it's bad. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 DoorDash. Bad. So Uh, Jonathan Archer had to, had to, it's very specifically said that the Jonathan Archer had to call in a number of favors to get a chef onto Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> he like used all his social capital at Starfleet to get a chef on the Enterprise. And um, <clears throat> he's human. He's a chef. And it, it, you, I think you do see it. It's uncredited. Jonathan Frakes plays him. What? Really? Richard... Sar set set it. Sar set it. Star set. Star I thought the plan was. I had heard that the plan was that they were going to reveal it in like the last episode, and it was going to be, um, William Shatner. Wait, no, hold on. No, you're seeing a picture of Jonathan Frakes because that's the last episode. Of yeah, yeah. Enterprise, where he like embodies all the different yeah. characters. That would yeah. be exactly. so awesome if like. But it was played by Richard Starstedt, uncredited. Oh, interesting. It'd be incredible if the whole show they didn't end it where they ended it, and this sh- this mysterious chef was constantly being referenced, and we never saw him until the end, and it was just Riker. 
in the holodeck. <laughs> Cod's playing a chef on the Enterprise. Doing, doing like a doing like the video game where you have to like do orders and it's yeah, just on the Enterprise. Yeah. And we've just been seeing everything that's outside of his video game. But. Meanwhile, yeah, he's like, Yes, Jeff, he's making burgers as fast as he can. Uh, oh, that's incredible. Man. All right. Alrighty. There's gotta be a chef, uh, just a food ship. Now, every week I'm going to pitch a new type of ship for Starfleet. Last week I did a the Law and Order ship. Yep. This week it's the... <laughs> Starfleet it's, legal. It's star, <laughs> n- Starfleet. Now it's the the French Brigade. Like It's a food truck. It's, it's a, a food, food ship. It's oh, a food ship. It's, it's a, a smorgasburg truck. ship. The USS Smorgasburg. <laughs> it just flies into sectors and they just like, we're open, we're open for business. Come on in. They, <laughs> they, fly, into, they fly into a deep space. Uh, station and they just come in and then the whole Park. side just flips open flips and like everyone's like oh shit the Smorgasburg is here it's the USS Smorgasburg <laughs> they have fucking fries from Vulcan have you ever from had Vulcan, Vulcan fries, fries. <laughs> oh so good oh man have you ever had uh, you know <laughs> Klingon Betazoid fusion oh, that's uh, so good see, it's this like is- the sensory experience is so extreme in the gach <laughs> This was the excitement that I had when when Star Wars and Marvel were like, we're going to do stuff in different genres. I yeah. I just want to see the Chef the movie series. in, in yeah. Star Trek world oh, on God, a ship. Yeah. <laughs> they just like, yeah, like a guy retires, the chef from Enterprise yeah. retires. Yeah. He gets fired off the Enterprise for like messing up a diplomatic and meal. Opens his own. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be so good! <laughs> and and he's like, I gotta find my way, and so he just buys a little freighter ship and has to fly it at warp be, two across the Alpha Quadrant, <laughs> make some stops a, along the way. There'd be a crossover episode with all three ships. Yeah, the Annex Files is like on a deep space, and like <laughs> D- Dave Duchovny's like, all right, I I'm hungry. We gotta we gotta go grab something to eat, and they go over to the <laughs> to, and yeah, everyone's eating at the Smorgasburg, and then Starfleet legal there as well like they're on a break from a trial (laughs) this is so great i fucking love this i love our little expanded universe of star trek shows wait hold on so the (laughs) the star trek uh law and order ship it's just courtrooms it's all lawyers of different species and experts. <laughs> like public because, defenders type things. Yeah, because like whenever a captain or you know how generally on, in Star Trek, the captain becomes the lawyer for, for no reason, <laughs> yes. but except for that it's convenient for casting. Well, it's just whenever the captain doesn't want to do that, uh, they, sent, they sent in the Starfleet legal ship to defend that person. <laughs> The captain's like, oh, I don't man. have time to defend like, you to this alien species. So you're just getting Starfleet legal. Starfleet, getting legal. Starfleet legal. I don't want they, Starfleet legal. They don't know what they're doing. I like to think they have like a phone an, a, a phone room where they're getting calls all the time. Yeah. And they're like, hi, we need Starfleet legal at uh, these coordinates. Okay, we're going to have to put you on hold. All of our lawyers are in use currently. Um, <laughs> they'll be there in, in a couple days, I promise. We don't have a couple days. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna execute him next week. Old I'm music. sorry. I'm just. I. That's. We don't have enough lawyers. We're very understaffed right now. Yeah. <laughs> like this species is incredibly litigious. They. <laughs> we not, the not paperwork many, is still coming in. Not very many people make uh, make law their their want to do in a utopia. So I'm sorry. We're a little short staffed. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. The lawyers don't get paid. They don't get paid. Nobody gets paid. <laughs> How is this anybody's passion? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Well, was it your passion to be a call center operator? Yes, actually, it is. It is I love dealing with people. I get yes. to talk to new people every day. <laughs> What's your name, sir? <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I have another call. Hold. <laughs> Uh, shall we uh, pop into the archive? Let's do it. Yeah, probably a good idea. Accessing Starfleet Archives. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. So this is what Houston looks like. Yes. Thank you wow. for joining me. It looks hot out there. Oh, yeah. it is insufferably hot for humans, but it is very similar to the climate on Vulcan in our more temperate regions. Okay, so you grew up here? Yes. Uh, when I was 20, I, m- me and my family moved to, uh, moved to Houston on Earth. We had heard it was a very uh, good pricing for real estate, and it was just an easier way for us to... Didn't you, didn't you join Starfleet at, at 20? I did, yes. Uh, I had to commute to the academy every day. So I did not live on campus and make friends in the same way that most people did. I thought you had, I thought like living on campus at Starfleet was like a requirement. Like a, you yeah. had a requirement. You had you, to do it. It is. You can get uh, a special case deferment uh, depending on you know who you know and if you can get things worked out. And I had a special note. Um, for me, it was just a it was a, a cultural uh, assignment note. So I was uh, essentially I was required to contribute to the community of uh, where I lived in order for me to have that deferment. Interesting. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I was a, a volunteer at the Bayou Bend Collections and Garden. Wow, where's but, that? Um, it's on the other side of the city. It would take us about two hours to get there. The, one of the that, most interesting... Whoa, Houston's that big? a big city. Oh, it, it is a... I mean, it's very large. It's extremely populated. Um, and and it is an traffic. unplanned city. It's extremely human in that sense. An unplanned city? How, yeah, how there's no zoning. So things can be anywhere. Oh, there's no zoning at all? There's zero zoning. That's still, complete Even chaos. in the 24th century. I actually kind of find that quite freeing to be to be fair like because you know when you don't have zoning it's like you know you can have a mom and pop shop open up right next to your uh, house which is actually yeah it is a little fun in that sense however what ends up happening is most mostly everything's really far apart and you have to you have to sit in traffic all the time so is that what we're in right now this is this this is is traffic this is traffic Yeah. How is there still traffic in this century? I feel like well, it's it's sort of a, a cultural part of, thing. Yeah, is this the Houston? Ex- are these all tourists? Are we in like a tourist attraction? Yeah, yeah this is tourist. like I feel like I feel Locals like we just don't really, fly they up just transport everywhere and over. Like yeah. we just go up and over everything, but we're sitting in a two two linear yeah. plane. Yeah, of traffic. <laughs> That's why I'm seeing a lot of kids and families uh, taking yeah. photos and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. This is an authentic, traditional Houston experience. So. Gotcha. Um, Whoa, at any time, that a, by the way, the AC could stop working, and what? then then that's very authentic. That doesn't you sound mean, great. You mean it would be hot in here? Oh, yeah, extremely. Thanks for joining me, by the way. I really appreciate it. You two using your, your time off. Oh, of course. Yeah, we were going didn't, didn't to go to our Hawaii beach uh, resort, but when we walked in, uh, Ransom, was, Ransom was using it. Yeah, he yeah. was in there. He was using it. Yeah. yeah, it even said our name on the program. Like he just loaded up our program. He didn't 
just copy it and put his name on his own. He like he loaded up Tom Space Kurt yeah. Lewis. And he yeah. was hanging out with three ensigns. And three. He, and it's like it's it's one ensign per you know yeah bridge buddy system bridge buddy, bridge system. buddy system he's hogging all the ensigns. he's hogging all the ensigns and we don't have any ensigns and nobody responded to our our flyers you put the flyers up i put them i put them up everywhere you put them up in the lower decks area because that's that's yeah the that's thing. where they need to be yeah well wait like like lower decks don't actually come up to like decks one through five in the bridge what are so lower like, de- which which decks are lower the decks? Lo- the lower ones the lowest of the decks I don't, I don't think know, I've I don't ever know been how down else there. Describe this part. It, the, the lower decks are at the low. And Pert, the AC's you were on out. lower decks. You Wait were a on second. Lower decks. I what? I don't think I've been down there. I think I. Okay, I you know the saucer not... section. Yeah, we're in the saucer section right now. Okay. And then the lower decks, it's all the other stuff. It's all the engineering. It's the warp nacelles. Oh, okay. I've never actually been down there, so I definitely didn't put the flyers up down there. Well, that's why we don't have any Ensigns. bridge buddies i didn't yeah. know anyone lived down there i thought it was just like sludge and and gel packs and stuff there's definitely it's i mean there's a lot of gel packs um and storage stuff but also you know the bunk beds and the hallways i i hang out down there why i just miss it i miss being a lower decker i feel like you had more of a community when you were in lower decks i That's feel true. like why don't you, you have know, a buddy like- then if you're down there all the time what why don't you have a buddy then if you're down there all the time? Nobody likes me down there. I, I hate, it's a pain to admit that, but like, I feel like I'm down there and nobody hangs out with me. It's just like, I feel like I'm down there by myself, down by myself and nobody's. So, sorry to interrupt, but if you look at the the left window, that's to, to the Toyota Center. So that's where, wow. is that where the car alarm's coming from? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, the cool. car alarm's coming from there. It's where the Houston Rockets, a traditional sports team, uh, used to play a game called, ancient game called basketball. Wow, do they have like jet shoes and they like fly around and stuff? Unfortunately oh, not. That's not what, they were just, they, basketball I is just a game. I remember basketball. They, yeah, just throw they a ball like, into a hoop. And then oh. they carry baskets around and they that's just like, no, you're, they, you're they catch the ball in baskets and then they pass yeah, the ball Yeah, you know what, I think forth. I remember that. I think I see the basket the basket is on a stick. Yeah. It's like on a stick and the ball's a little smaller. And I think you, like, you're thinking you throw of lacrosse. The, that sounds like lacrosse. Well, I'm pretty sure lacrosse was the one where you ran across the street without trying to get hit by a car. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I think you're right about that. I remember reading that in the French logs. played it a lot. Well, if you guys Lacrosse. really, really want Ensign Buddies, I do have like a bunch of requests. I just haven't looked at them yet. You're anyway. not supposed to look at your data pad while you're driving. So I, if you guys want to look well, at Well, we're not really driving. We're, we're not traffic. really driving. Like, it's like, well, I am, but I am at the wheel. You know, it's <laughs> sort of like a thing. Like, even though we're stopped, I shouldn't be looking at We've been at stopped for two hours. Yeah, there must have been a bad wreck or something. Yeah, well, like, I mean, you're not driving. We're in park. <laughs> You put the, you've actually put the vehicle in park. Which, yeah. by the way, be cool about that. You're not legally allowed to do that. You're supposed to keep your foot on the brake here. Everyone's out of their cars. <laughs> they've they've popped open a fire hydrant and they're just swimming in it. That right guy's now. grilling dogs over there. Yeah. Do you you want to do that? You want to go out there and have some dogs? I do want to have well, those as dogs. As long as look the good. AC's still working in here, I think I'm gonna stay in here. Yeah. No, for now. For now. I'm going to get some dogs. <sighs> okay, get, can I have a dog, please? Yeah, yeah. I'll take hey, a dog. Hey, man, how many dogs you got over there? 
right, he says he's got three or four dogs left. You guys want you go on one? Yes, you're yeah, gonna need some ask, money though. So, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Why would I need money? Well, because it's it's a simulation of the experience of the 21st century. So just. Oh no, I got it. It's fine. Do you guys want relish or mustard or anything? I, I relish like in the relish. I relish in the idea of putting relish on a dog. So you That's want relish? Funny. Okay. Yeah. No wonder right. nobody wants to hang out with you. Tom. It was a funny joke. Right? Like it's a, it's a funny you ha- joke. When you have to say it was a funny joke. It's not a. F- even I know that as a Vulcan. You did. Wait, was that sarcasm? Because you yeah. said it was pretty funny. You it was, was sarcasm. Funny. As you know, I can never I, um, tell with you. I'm very much like again. I am a man of two worlds. You know, I grew up. I, I say mostly in Houston. So. All right, guys. Here's the dogs. Uh, you might want to get in the car quick. That guy seemed pretty fucking mad that I grabbed his <laughs> you hot dogs. Lock the doors. No, we should probably lock the doors. Shut the door. Shut the How door. How many dogs did you get? I got four dogs, but <sighs> they were just there, and he looked. I just grabbed them, and I and then it's I started just not to the 24th to walk away. century. He can't just oh. replicate a bunch of dogs. Why is he so mad? There's so many dogs. There's thousands of hot dogs, millions yeah, of hot but dogs. His entire life is based on selling dogs on the side of the freeway. That's his. Yes. You know, like the USS Smorgasburg? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying here. His name tag says chef. Oh, yes, yes. That was a. It's just a common thing to, to respectfully refer to anybody who cooks food as chef. Oh, he is knocking on the window. Hello. These are great dogs, Hi. man. You should give him some cash, Pert. Just give yeah. him some cash. Just give him I don't have any $2,000. That should be enough to cover it. Here. Okay, right. thank you, chef. Here's 2000 $3,000. Thank you, chef. Thank you, chef. Thank you, chef. Thank you, chef. Oh, it's starting to move again. Traffic's moving again. All right, put it in. Put it in go. Yep. Hold corner. on. Watch your corner. There's, it's a straight line. Uh, have you ever been to Houston, either of you? I have. I was in the Houston airport for about two hours once. Uh, I was at. It was in Houston for a day on tour. It is such a strange city. It's just massive, but has no character i don't know it's i don't want to disrespect anybody who lives in houston you have to deal with it but it's just that make that sounds like phoenix to me phoenix at least is like has a sort of density to it because it's in the desert and you have to like the water resources limit you know where you phoenix can, is huge dude i think how okay houston area. i'm sure houston is bigger than phoenix but houston phoenix is like was, houston was way too fucking humid man Way too fucking humid. Uh, yes, I agree with you. And Phoenix is way too the opposite of that. Uh, yes, way, way too, too dry. dry. So Houston's area is 665 square miles and Phoenix is 517 square miles. So, so you're right. Phoenix is really huge. Phoenix is dumb. LA is 502 square miles. Wow. That's pretty nuts. Well, I feel like there's definitely more density in LA than fucking oh, yeah. Phoenix or... And Phoenix, LA's- you're you're driving around. It takes you like an hour to get across the city because everything's so spread out. It's fucking stupid. It's like Vegas. Vegas is similar too. Yeah, Vegas so, is huge. What's going on? Uh, just to give you some context, so LA is 502 square miles. Chicago, okay. guess guess how many square miles? Chicago, hundred uh, uh, square miles. Yeah, uh, 350. 234.5. What about San Francisco? Manhattan. I would guess a hundred for San Francisco. Hundred Manhattan. Oh, it's oh, even yeah. less. San Francisco is forty six point nine. It's tiny. It's tiny it's and so packed. Small. I love it though. I love what that about, about Manhattan. San Francisco. 
Uh, New York is 302.6 miles. And I'm wondering if that includes, like it seems to include Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, and everything. So yeah. let's see Manhattan. Manhattan. Guys, while we're doing this, I, I no one could hear us this whole time because uh, <laughs> I fucked things up. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> they can hear us now. <laughs> awesome, cool, cool, fantastic! Welcome oh. to our podcast. We're just gonna have to redo it. We're just <laughs> gonna right, have to redo I'll it. Start no. again. Sorry, what was Manhattan? Yeah, twenty-two point eight square miles. Wow! So San Francisco is two Manhattans. Wow! wow. LA's fucking huge. It's stupid. It's, it's way stupid. too tall. It's way too wide. Way, too, Way too tall on the width side of things. It's is tall it? on the width side, if you know what I'm saying. You mean wide? <laughs> no. It's, it's, width tall, on the it's width. tall wide. A wink wink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know if like a tall person laid down? That's yeah, what that's, that's what, what be like. LA is. Is is this considered a mega city yet? Or a mega region or what are those things called? Oh yeah. Yeah, no, LA definitely is. Southern California is. Like a mega San region. Diego and LA could technically be considered like a large Mega region, region. yeah, kind of like how Tokyo is a mega city. Tokyo's a mega city, also. <gasps> is, is, is Barcelona considered a mega city? I don't think so. I'm Barcelona gonna start calling too. LA the, the mega city. Like, I love this mega city, you know? Yeah, or but mega when region. you say that, Dylan, you have to include Southern California, you have to include Orange County and stuff. That's fine. I don't want to do that, but you get well, yeah, but there's a lot of other cool stuff that gets balanced out, you know? That's true. Okay, so uh, I'm looking at Tokyo here. Welcome to our geography podcast. (laughs) I know. We should probably rate this episode. We should. (laughs) Using the one metropolis, three prefectures definition, Tokyo is 13,555.65 square kilometers or 5,200 square miles-ish. Similar size to LA County. Wow. Wow. The great, I believe, like Greater Tokyo is, like, if you looked at a map of the UK, it would mm-hmm. be, like, you know, the wow. entire bottom of it, basically, and like way denser than LA. Oh too. yeah, holy shit! Well, Japan's population is like 175 million. It's really, really dense. That's nuts. So okay, all right, let's start the baby. So the holodeck scenes Star in this, Trek. there are two, if I remember correctly. Yes. There's the Tiana and um, Ensign Tendi rock climbing adventure. Love it. Uh, which is a reference to Star Trek V, which I have to do a screening of at my place. Because you Please. guys aren't going to believe how wonderfully bad it is. It is, is this the like the, the bad, bad one? It's the bad, bad one that Chatner um, directed. I need the, this. I need the, it. The, the thing is, like, it's got some really good bits. Like, if you like holiday content, Final Ooh, Frontier is actually baby. kind of fun. Uh, I think this might be my favorite one, guys. And uh, the other holodeck scene is uh, the Hawaii stuff. No. And we also have um, Boimler is popping in on... Um, uh, what's her name and the captain and her mom. Oh, is that uh, in the holodeck? That in the I thought gym? it was like a simulation room. What's it, the difference? Didn't it have yellow? Didn't it have the yellow lines? Maybe I it is. You're know. right because in Voyager, don't do. Is it Voyager or TNG where so, like somebody and somebody are practicing shooting in the holodeck? 
Right. It's simulation. I think it's all holodeck shit. A simulation room. What do they got? A holodeck and a simulation room? Yeah. What's the Seems simulation kind of room? What's the difference between simulation room and a holodeck? Yeah. Um, it's a little, there's a difference. <laughs> okay. I gotta, I have to look it up now. I have to find out. Where's Doge? Let's see if they have a, if they have a. Also, I don't think it is, but. Is the clay is the clay scene in the holodeck? It's called the phaser range. It's actually a separate room. It's a phaser range. What? Picard and Riker use it in uh, in a matter of honor and redemption. Okay, so it's a phaser range. Is it's, the pottery studio a holodeck, or is that just like a, oh, a warehouse? I mean, it's just a room. So much. I love the pottery scene. Uh, when when Shax freaks out and says, "I was too busy <laughs> resisting." <laughs> What does he say about fascism? He says like uh, fighting fascism is a full time job. Yeah, fighting fascism <laughs> is a full time job. <laughs> Did you think I had any time for anything but resisting? <laughs> fighting fascism is a full time job. <laughs> oh, so good. Put it into the clay. Put it into, Put the, it into clay. the clay. Incredible. Uh, okay. All right. <clears throat> so dialogue. When Tendy says, like, a good thing the safeties are on. They are on, right? <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. know. Sure. I don't know. Sure. sure. <laughs> uh, it's not dialogue, good. but his his shirt, just like, go climb a rock. Go climb go a rock. Climb a rock. <laughs> you got to see Final You gotta see Final Frontier. <laughs> Is, do they have shirts that say that in Final Frontier? Yes. You need to see <laughs> Holy Frontier. fuck. You need to All see right, Final We need Frontier. to schedule this immediately. I need to watch this movie. <laughs> go oh my god. Rock. That you know what? That should be our, you know, TOS episode that should have been on the holodeck. That should Please. be our next one. I would one. love that. It's our it could be our hundredth episode. Hundredth we'll episode retroactively. Final Frontier. <laughs> <laughs> figure it. It out. It's our hundredth episode. I'll give it a three. There's not a ton of dialogue, but I'm gonna give it a three because it, it did make me laugh. Also the Mai Tai bit, like, dude, my Mai Tai. Some <laughs> stupid Hawaii stuff. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go with the two five. It was good, but there's nothing that I love. was like. Had yeah, it was a two point five for me. Uh, you could also tell that they're not native Hawaiians because they're all dressed like tourists <laughs> yes. who go to Hawaii. Yes. You know, they're not dressed like Hawaiians. They're dressed like yeah. people who visit Hawaii. <laughs> right. Uh, romance. I don't, I don't. Not any of that. I didn't see me. any. Yeah. Zero. Uh, zero. Action, I mean, definitely falling. Those boots, down. yeah, those them. flying boots are pretty awesome. Climbing racks, climbing uh, rocks. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. It's like three point five. <laughs> There's some action going on. Three five, Darius. I'm gonna Dylan? give it a uh, two five because there, but it didn't really like. Sure. You know, do anything special. Suspense, zero for me. Um. Yeah, zero. Zero. Camp? Five. five. Go I mean, climb a rock. Yeah, big five. Big, big fiver. Big old fiver. Hawaii program. It's a fiver. Ugh. So good. Four, 4.5. 4.5 for Darius to because avoid it's the animated. Quinteros. Because I've never, I've, I didn't at any point in time was never like, this feels so campy. Sure. I was just like, this is Lower Decks. Yeah. It's fun. hard to, yeah, it's fair. And the stakes. Not a ton of stakes. Will Boimler die? Get a bridge buddy. Yeah. Or will he die falling? Are the safeties on or off? Boimler's never going to die. He'll 
he'll never die. He also there's a double. I don't know if you've seen that episode yet. D- there's another, yeah, yeah, there's another Boimler. You're right. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a one. <laughs> yeah, one. That's a good call. Zero. All right, computer. What's the final score? Calculating. One point eight six. I okay. can't believe that last week's episode that Mark and I did was higher than this. Was like double the score of this. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, yep, these yep. episodes are hard to. They're kind of just hard to rate in our system because they kind of do our jobs for us. Yeah, that's true. What do you guys think? You guys want to do Final Frontier next week? Do you want to do that? Fuck yes. Okay. Next week? I don't know if I can do it next week. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what what our next episode should be. Should it be what shall it? Be? Like if we're gonna do a watch party for it, I gotta have I gotta figure out some. We gotta get, get a heads up then. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Well, uh, let's see here. Do what, a Voyager month? No, not another Voyager <laughs> month. Voyager, Voyager, Voyager. Oh, God. Voyager episodes. <laughs> we just have to fly through some of these Voyager uh, holodeck episodes. You're they right. use way too much of it. I'm just going to look at it at the list. We will finish Voyager someday. I promise. What have we not done? Let's see. Where's, uh... Promise you that. Um, we've done a lot of Voyager. We did once we upon have. a time. Nothing human. Is that the one? Oh yeah, it is. It's the guy who was did the war crimes. What about war crimes? Thirty days. Tom Paris sure. demoted to ensign. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Okay. I haven't watched Voyager in a long time, so I'm actually kind of stoked about this. Okay, hold thirty, 30 days. days. It's been thirty days Jeez. since you looked at me. It's been. Got your head aside. Have you just been listening to Bare Naked Ladies on repeat? (laughs) I missed it, man. I missed them. They were here in LA like a month ago. Could have went and saw Bare Naked Ladies live. You you missed your opportunity there, friend. I know. All right. Next week, we're watching Tom Paris getting demoted to Ensign. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It's been a delight as always, and it's been nice to be back with all three of you on the show. Yeah. All three yeah. of you. I just referred to myself uh, in the third person. Um, well, no, you you and the listener. You referred you referred to the listener as a yeah. person. So it was me, Jan, Thank and the listener. And all three you. of you. All three of you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Make sure to subscribe to all of our socials. We're on Instagram. We're on the Twitters at Trick to the Deck. Uh, and yeah, you can follow us. Stay updated on what's going on in our podcast world. Yeah. The computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective, now available on Bandcamp. Uh, you can also check out our Discord where we have a little community where people share memes and whatnot, which is very cool. Uh, and we also just set up a little uh, coffee uh, donation page oh, yeah. if you're interested in donating any money to us that would go to. Um, our Zoom subscription <laughs> and uh, so that we can be in Zoom longer than 45 minutes. Yeah, so we can be in Zoom longer than 45 <laughs> minutes. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated, but no pressure. Yeah. Or if you just like it and it, it'll help, again, we'll always put that money into podcast 
stuff. Yeah. So. That, that money goes straight to the podcast, nothing else. Straight you to the pod. I think we're running it's right now. It's starting to sound like, like negative $300. Yeah, it's starting to sound like we're lying when we're embezzling. <laughs> we're saying this far to go, too much. I, we got to straight to the pod. The, here's yes. the thing. We have a family uh, in Sacramento, but we missed the bus. We missed the bus. And uh, now I just, we just need like $12. We just need like 12 bucks. We just need like 12 bucks to get a bus ticket to get to we're Sacramento. All princes. We're all princes from the Midi- Middle East. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah. just we just need to get our money free we so like that a, we can pay you money. So yeah. we just need you to give us a little bit Check of money for so like a thousand dollars, and then I'll pay you back three <laughs> times million. that amount. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> at least. So just think about it. <laughs> um, that, I'm sure that's going to be a lower jet, lower decks joke at some point. Like, um, you know, like. Oh, it's it's a an old Betazoid prince has <laughs> getting like, yeah. oh, subs. I'm getting a subspace. I got a subspace message from a Betazoid prince. He just needs <laughs> just he just needs like ten bars 10 of latinum. Bars of latinum, and then he'll be able to free up his latinum. And oh my god, incredible! Oh, it's of course a Frankie uh, scheme. <laughs> it's got to be a Frankie scheme. Everything's um, a Frankie scheme. But thanks for listening. And uh, with this, like we said, this this podcast will always be free. So yeah. And um, update your Paramount Plus app or fuck off Viacom CBS. Oh my god. Yeah. It's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. It's but bad. also Sorry. we're a fan podcast. We have nothing to do with you. Yep. Yeah. Leave us alone. We like you better than Disney. Kinda. <sighs> That's for sure. If we got to pick one in the Corpo Wars, and we're going CBS <laughs> Wars. Viacom. I do appreciate the Disney app. Where you can just be like, yes, this franchise that you bought, I would like to have just a big Star Trek <laughs> button in the Paramount Plus. That would be very nice, actually. <laughs> the The corporate overlords are doing it well. It's like, we bought this one. You can yeah. just watch all of that one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Computer and program. Mm-hmm. spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 